0: where
1: we discuss anything and everything disney i'm angela and i'm joe and on today's episode we're heading over to animal kingdom to discuss which rides can stay and which rides need to go
0: i don't know i feel like that's so harsh sounding
1: i know it is yeah what get out of here rides (laughs) you don't you need to go yeah Exactly. get out so yeah we're gonna play keep update or replace and go through the attractions in animal kingdom and kind of give our picks here
0: okay I, I you feel love like Animal
1: Kingdom, so it's going to be hard for you. It's going to be like trying to say, um, you know, you have multiple children and you're like, oh, I don't love this one anymore. Like you can be like, I love all the rides.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think I, my thing is I don't think I have that hard of a line against even the ones I say replace. I feel like there I have love for them, but I think that there's limited space and I recognize that. So I think that something something, has to go. something yeah. could be a little better with it.
1: All right. Before we cover that, though, I want to cover a few pieces of Disney news this week. Um, So the first one is the next live action movie that we're getting appears to be the Aristocats. So Disney just kind of seems to be going through their catalog. It's going to be (laughs) continuing here. We're going to get Aristocats. I think what's interesting here is I'm kind of excited about this is that Questlove is actually going to be directing the movie and doing the music for it. So I think that's Really interesting. I don't know if he's ever directed before. Um, you know, Obviously, he's with uh, Jimmy Fallon with The Roots, and he plays on The Tonight Show, so very musically talented. I know he did a lot with Lin-Manuel Miranda for Hamilton. I believe he produced the cast recording of Hamilton So obviously, you know, really good, strong musical background. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's, you know, awesome. I think he'll do a great job with the music. But yeah, I don't know if he's ever directed. So I think it's really interesting. I'm really excited to see his take on this. Um, I think Aristocats is a good one to bring to live action because there's a lot of room for improvement on that movie. Yeah. And to update it. Kind of for today's times. And that's a classic Disney movie, but I think it's one that not a lot of people watch. So I think that's a good one to update because maybe people aren't as familiar with the story like they are with like Aladdin or things like that, where it just came out 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people have very strong feelings. A lot of people really like the movie. A lot of people really enjoy, particularly like Marie. Marie's very, very cute. But yeah, that's not one that particularly resonates with me. So I'm interested. In seeing this, because I think that, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of room for improvement. Just kind of like, I think The Little Mermaid musically is fantastic, but some of the storylines show they're, they're dating. And so I'm excited to see that movie coming out soon because I think they can fix some of those errors that they had in the original movie and really make something that carries forward
1: yeah, I'm also excited because this story is probably one of the most outlandish stories ever. That <laughs> cats inherit money, and so the plan is to kill all of the cats. When it's like just care for them, cats can't spend money. Like it's <laughs> 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 like like yeah. the fact that this is a pl- a plot. So I I wonder it
0: has one of the biggest plot holes I think in yeah. a Disney movie. I wonder if they'll
1: change that and they, like if they'll make that a little bit different to make it make more sense. But it is it's the most outlandish I feel like plot they've ever done.
0: Yeah, I, I agree completely. But yeah, so it's exciting
1: to, to see that. No no real date. Uh, that was just kind of just announced. So we're probably years away from actually seeing this movie. All right. And then the first round of layoffs at Disney came. So when Bob Iger came back on as CEO, he announced they were going to be doing layoffs as a plan for cost-cutting measure. So the first round of layoffs uh, have been happening. Uh, and obviously, never great when people lose their jobs, when companies are, are laying off, which it seems like a lot of companies are doing right now. Obviously tough and you never like to see people lose their jobs. But some of the things that are are interesting coming out of this is where the layoffs are. So the team around the metaverse and the Amazon Prime subscription service, the Disney Prime, two key pieces that Bob Chapek worked on and talked about as the future of the company. We, we talked about this last year when he talked about the metaverse of... Being able to, you know, not everybody can go to the parks. So you're going to be able to experience the parks through virtual reality at home. Both of those divisions, those employees were part of these layoffs. So it's interesting that as Bob Iger comes back in, they are really getting rid of everything Bob Chapek did. Um, and even in terms of hey, like where he saw the future of the company, they're like, no, that's that's not where we're going at all. And so it it really does seem to be like they're they're going back more towards their bread and butter of theme parks content creation. But I, I thought that was was pretty interesting that those divisions were some of the first divisions to go.
0: I hate to see people lose their job. I'm glad disney is is kind of diverting focus toward actual in life real life things yeah, you're and not a not, fan of the metaverse i so. i think the metaverse is dangerous
1: yeah it's, <laughs> it's very odd i mean it it was you know everybody was like really hot and heavy about the metaverse for a while there and i think people kind of realized maybe this isn't as advanced or the future as close you know in the future as people thought um, but yeah so i think it's interesting because you're seeing more of i think why bob chapek is no longer there i mean obviously there were other issues but you know clearly People at the company did not think his vision of the future of Disney was really the way to go. And things like the metaverse, things like a Amazon Prime like subscription service, are going to cost a lot of money before you're ever going to see a return from them. And I don't think you know board and management really were on board with that vision. Um, and so I think it's it's becoming more clear as time goes on, even that yeah they they really thought. Chapek was kind of going down the wrong path here. And that's kind of why they made this drastic decision to kind of bring Iger back.
0: So here's my question though, because I'm i thinking about it was maybe two weeks ago, whenever we were watching the Mandalorian, there was like a QR code that took you to shop. Well, they're, they're
1: doing the shopping. Yeah. But then it was the the whole, it was like prime. So it was going to be, you pay money. So it's going to be another subscription that then got you, Early access to merch or discounts, kind of like Amazon Prime, where there was additional features. But yeah, it seems like the shopping on Disney Plus feature is getting rolled out, which I do think makes sense because it's like watch your favorite show here, buy the stuff from the show. Like that, that kind of makes sense to me because at least it's not an additional cost. Like I think the idea was okay. Well, now you got to pay a hundred dollars a year or something like that. And to then be able to do that. Okay.
0: So you know, you know what show I would love that to exist for? And this has nothing to do with necessarily the Disney merch aspect of it, but Doogie Kameoha, her outfits are so cute sometimes. And I looked them If you had I'm a like, little
1: pop up, you'd be like, yes, bye bye bye. Like
0: there was one that she was wearing. It was like a skirt with like a like a little um, like kind of a crop top. It's like the,
1: she's like it's, the Hawaiian Emily in Paris. Like I feel like watching <laughs> Emily in Paris. You're like, if there was a button to buy those clothes, now those clothes are thousands of dollars. I feel like you, people would be buying stuff. yeah, Like that's a great way for Netflix to make money. Be right. Doogie Kime Aloha, She's like the Hawaiian version of that.
0: Yeah. Like she just, her clothes are so, so cute. And most days I'm just like, Oh, I would love to own something like that. Cause it's not something I see out in stores or whatever, but yeah. So I'm a, I'm a fan.
1: All right. Angela, close your eyes for a second for me. Okay. Tell me what you smell.
0: Um, I think that that might be like, it's, it's fruity. Kind of like an orange scent, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't place that. It was citrus.
1: Yeah, so that's actually the flying over the orange grove scent from today's sponsor, Magic Candle Company. So they have a lot of different scents based on your favorite theme park rides and attractions. So that one's actually based on Sworn Over, California. And that one back over Um, here. Not only do they have candles, but they have hand soap and room sprays.
0: This is a shower fizzy. Yeah,
1: shower fizzy. So if you're interested in having your house smell magical, head over to magiccandlecompany.com and use code ENCHANTED at checkout to save 15%. Uh, And actually, we're going to be doing a Giveaway of some items. It's about $40 worth of items from Magic Candle Company over on our Instagram. So head over to our Instagram. It's at Enchanted Ears Podcast. And we're going to be giving away that Magic Candle Company prize pack over there. So head over to our Instagram. Again, it's at Enchanted Ears Podcast for all of the details. All right. So let's jump into our main topic here keep, update, or replace different attractions or shows at animal kingdom. We're not going through all of them, but we're going through most of them. And I did put out some polls for a few of these on our Instagram to get people's feedback on on what they think to kind of see what the listeners voted for. So, we'll be including some of those as well. So, the first one we're going to start with is is Flight of Passage, and this was one of the ones I put a poll out on. So, 81% of the people that voted said keep it. Uh, 11% said update, and actually 7% said replace.
0: Wow, that actually so surprises me because it's one of my favorite rides in all of Disney. I think that it's a mixture between keep and update because I think that they should have different outfits on it. Like they should sometimes they should run the one like, that they have now. But then sometimes they should have one that maybe goes with the second movie that, that it's out now. And maybe they have special like another special one that's more of like a Navi holiday. I would say they do
1: have a really nice holiday overlay in Pandora. So yeah, like a holiday version. It's kind of like what they do with Soaring, where once a year uh, in Disneyland it goes back to Soaring over California. And everybody yeah. gets really excited. It kind of like drives up support. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think with flight of passage is it's busy enough. So it's not like they need to like get people excited about flight of passage again, but I'm with you. I, I think this one is an update one update it to have some of the new movie or different like story elements in it. But I think the other thing to update is the projectors start to get old. And I think, you know, like last time we've been on it, I mean, th- this ride is five, six plus years old at this point. If those projectors aren't crisp, then that's going to give you a bad experience on it as well, just with the 3D and everything, if it's a little bit blurry. So I think you got to update it to get, you know, like 4K high def projectors in it. But I I like what you're saying too of have some different versions of it as well. I think that would be a a nice update on it. it. Fresh fresh and exciting. All right. So sticking with Pandora, moving over to Navi River Journey.
0: Yeah. And I think that this one is a keep. I love this ride. I think that it's very imaginative. I love the frogs, or like they're not really frogs, but the frogs that jump over your head. I love all the animals running to the shaman of songs, and I love that animatronic. She is so impressive. She's so huge, and she moves in these beautiful, awesome ways, and I just... She's intoxicating. I could probably sit and just watch that animatronic for like an hour and I would be so happy. So I think that this ride is enchanting Um, and I'm not even a huge avatar person, but I love this ride and I think it is just because it's so firmly grounded in the natural world and that is something that I very much connect with as a human. So I love this ride.
1: That animatronic is completely wasted in that attraction. You don't see it for very long navi river journey is an absolute replace it is the shortest boat it's not even like a well-done disney boat ride like disney boat rides if you think about the great boat rides pirates of the caribbean it's a small world they are 10 plus minute boat rides they are are long it's a long journey it's you know a a drawn-out storytelling Navi River Journey is a few minutes.
0: So we should have it be long and drawn out.
1: Not long and drawn out, but what I'm saying is it's it's a few minutes. What really happens? Like the story is just, oh, all of these people are just walking to one place, okay? like what's what's exciting about that? There's no, there's no real theme to it. I mean, on It's a Small World, you at least get to see different countries' perspectives. It's the theme of unity. On Pirates of the Caribbean, there's conflict. There's pirate ship battles. There's people pillaging a town. There's, we're looking for Jack Sparrow. People are trying to get out of jail. All that sort of stuff. Again, what are we doing? We're just walking in a forest to go see this animatronic for 10 seconds. It is a complete letdown Especially with how good Flight of Passage is, I think it makes that ride look that much worse because you have Flight of Passage and Flight of Passage is so great. So I think you pull it out completely. I mean, I feel like you could have very easily just had a walkthrough attraction where you walk into the caves and you come across the animatronic or you come across the animatronic Banshee or something like that, that would be better where it's, Hey, I'm just going to walk through for five minutes. And I feel like that would be a better use of that because you're waiting an hour in line for this ride for a four minute boat ride. So I don't know exactly what you replace it with. Again, my best option at this point is just a walkthrough, keep the animatronic, get rid of everything else. But that boat ride is an, is an absolute replace for me.
0: It's about the journey, Joe. It's about the journey. Everybody's journeying to our journey. It's Your about the river journey. journey. The river journey. journey. Journeying to her as well. You know, it's not necessarily always about but you have why? to have something big and flashy. But that's what. But why, why are we
1: going to that journey? Because when we get there, what happens? Nothing. We just keep on moving. Like there's no. There's no story. There's no I beginning, I guess that there middle, could be and something and at the
0: end that yeah. would make it a little bit more we
1: meaningful. We could get attacked by some animals. Like, just nothing happens. Like, it's just very peaceful. And then you go, and you go, okay, we're here. What's going to happen now? The forest doesn't come alive or anything. It was already alive. See, I,
0: I always see the shaman as, as the culmination of the ride.
1: Right, but culminating into what? Like, if they maybe had that part of the ride change like maybe something lit up or or the forest you know they had that the tree kind of the navi that they connect to that that with it almost looks like fiber optics like if something like that would happen at least she'd be like okay we're here and just the energy and the magic of the navi has awoken uh the sacred tree okay i could see that at least but no it's just like all right we're here okay now we unload All right. and we move on.
0: All right, so I say we update the ride then. All right, we so can we can add uh, we'll add that scene to it. I say
1: replace completely. All right, moving on to conservation station. So for me, I think this is an update. I like it, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely dated, and there's not a ton to do there. I mean, it's it's cool in the fact that you get to see more behind the scenes of how they care for the animals if you're there at the right time you can oh see gosh. I, some operations on animals i would you love see to be there on, for that yeah magic of disney's animal kingdom but other than that like there's not a lot to do back there and i don't feel like the walkway from the train to the station where like they have some signs that i think are trying to teach you about the plants and the wildlife I don't think they do a very good job of it. So Mm-mm. I think they could improve on the education side of it. Maybe have a show back there because like they have those goats, they have the sheep and I think they're trained to do things like, so have them like do like train them to do something or, or have a little bit of like of a show or something like that on how you train animals to like make it a little bit more exciting.
0: Yeah. We were there. Uh, I don't know. It was This was a couple of years ago and a woman was outside of like outside of the building and she was actually showing us one of the sheep and the sheep was performing all of these tricks. And she was educating us on like, well, actually she, a lot of people think that sheep are just flock animals. They're dumb. They're actually not dumb. And it really completely gave me a completely different view on sheep. And so I don't know how often those kind of things happen. We just got lucky or if that, but it doesn't seem like that's a common thing. So yeah, I agree. Like if they had some sort of little shows they need like on a standing
1: there. thing like they need a regular they have the animation academy out there but mm-hmm. again that's kind of just like a fill-in type thing because if you didn't have that there really wouldn't be anything out there but they need something that's like more animal centric but that's like a yeah a regular thing that you know if i go i'm going to see this
0: yeah and i think that like you said having a how you train animals or how we train this particular behavior is in the sheep um, would be fantastic. And then they could apply it because I feel like a conservation station is definitely geared toward children a little bit more. But it's one of those things that even as an adult, you can learn from it. So if they taught them like, hey, if you work consistently with your dog at home and you move from this behavior to this behavior to this behavior, eventually you'll get this really cool thing. And it helps to build your relationship with your animal, which is a really magical thing. And so I think that they, with a little bit of work, they could really make Conservation Station into more of a destination it kind of always feels to me at least when we're going there like a sidetrack like if we have time we go we enjoy going but we don't have to always go because again it's not it's it is out of the way and it's not like there's anything like huge ever going on there um if we knew that there was an operation going on we definitely would go but yeah it, i think it needs it just needs a little bit of an update
1: Can become the conservation station destination I like it. There you go. This was another one I threw out on Instagram. And I thought for sure people would vote, replace it, get rid of it, which that was actually the second uh, highest vote at 28%, but 56%. So majority said, just update it. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pleasantly surprised by that. Because I thought for sure people would be like, yeah, it's so far See. away. There's nothing to do there. Just get rid of it. But, nope, but people, most people say, keep
0: it. People do not disappoint. And
1: update it. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Dinosaur. So I think you keep dinosaur. I don't think it needs updated in any way. I don't think it needs replaced. I don't think it needs to be turned into Indiana Jones. I think it's great how it is. I think the fact that it is somewhat campy and a little dated, a little dated, I think works for it. So I almost don't. I almost feel like if you updated it, it would lose some of the magic and not be as fun a ride. I like the fact that the introduction video is is old. he has like a sock puppet dinosaur. <laughs> you know the whole thing of like they're not gonna make it. They're not gonna make it. Oh, you made it. I knew you'd do it. Like just the lines of it. Like it has this somewhat of like a cult following potentially. And you know, now every now and then like the animatronics don't work on it. It's just like everything about it. There's, there's something special about it. And so I wouldn't want to change any of that. I think it's perfect just the way it is.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, if anything, it could be updated. I think that maybe some of the animatronics could be upgraded or made a little bit better. Some of the scenes could maybe be touched up. But I agree with you. Overall, they need to keep it exactly as it is. I really, really enjoy that ride. I think it's a lot of fun. And like you said, it's campy. And that, you know, corniness kind of it has like the same sort of corniness that the Jungle Cruise has to it. I love that. So I think it, it's perfect the way it is.
1: Yep. And at least that one has a story. There's, there's a story, there's conflict, and okay. it ends. So that's why you can keep it. All right, moving on to one of the big guns here, Expedition Everest.
0: So I am updating this one. I love this ride, but we need the Yeti to work. Yeah, that's 100% what I'm saying.
1: Update it, and the only thing I need you to fix is the Yeti. Just yep. turn the Yeti back on, get that thing to work, because we've never had the chance to ride it with the Yeti working. <sighs> I've seen footage of the yeti working and it is insane and actually if you've never because when you're riding it you go past that yeti so quick you don't really get a good look at it if you've never like googled the yeti from expedition everest even just a photo of it go google it it is frightening Mm -hmm. it looks so real and the way like the hair is on it and its teeth it is a very disturbing (laughs) and very scary animatronic and I feel like it would be almost nice if you could go a little bit slower past it. I know the yeah, whole thing was when it was working, I mean it looks like it's 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 going snatching after at you. you. But going back to dinosaur, we do stop right in front of a dinosaur that wants to eat you for about <laughs> ten seconds and then the guy goes
0: well, let's move on. I yeah, think let's move
1: on from this one. It's like, okay, well we we're, totally we're got clearly eaten. Gone Yeah, yeah we totally we're got eaten because that dinosaur had plenty of time to eat us all. So so you could kind of stop at the Yeti and have it swipe at you for a second um, because it, it is so frightening. But but seeing that thing work again, just in video of I mean, I think it moves like six feet one way and like 10 feet the other way. Uh, just absolutely phenomenal. So. I think everything else about the ride is great.
0: nobody, you, we, we threw out a poll on this one and nobody voted to replace it.
1: Yeah. Because it 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 is is
0: absolutely incredible. It is a staple of animal kingdom. 70%
1: said, keep it 30% said update. I'm sure those 30% of the people that say fix the Yeti. Yes. Um, But it's great. I mean, again, it goes forwards and backwards. It, it's a great ride overall. I know they did a refurbishment on it a little bit, but again, fix the yeti. That's all we want. Yep. That's, that's all, all want. anybody wants. Bob Iger, if you want to cement yourself in Disney history, you're coming <laughs> back. You're you're saving the day. You're lowering prices on stuff. You're you're seeing yourself as a man of the people. Fix, fix, the, fix yeti. the Yeti before you leave. If you announce that at destination D twenty three.
0: Actually, fix it yourself. Get a pair of like Super Mario overalls. You don't, no need to wear a shirt underneath that. Just oh, get a pair. Okay, a, okay, all right. This is some like this uh, is like, a, this is bo- like uh, Bob Iger fan fanfic right oh, my here. Gosh. Okay. Wearing those those overalls and just there with a wrench. I don't even know if you use a wrench. whenever you do, uh, this this is something of my dreams okay. right, right here.
1: Okay, all right. But could you imagine <laughs> Destination D twenty three this year down at Walt Disney World? They're announcing like new stuff at the parks. They're announcing what you know things that are coming. And Bob Iger comes up, or it's probably going to be Josh tomorrow announcing it because he announced all the park stuff, and they announce we're gonna fix the Yeti.
0: No, no, no. I, no, no, no. I think that's not how it happens. Okay, let me paint the picture for you. Okay, okay. go ahead. All right, so he's out on stage, and he's just he just stands. Josh there. tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. T- Is he wearing a shirt in this? You know what? No, he he's not. He's not either. Maybe he's the Luigi in this situation. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> so he's on on he's on the stage, and he's in his dress overalls, and he is talking, and he mentions, you know, we really are enjoying, we love Expedition Everest. And then all of a sudden, out of the ceiling comes this giant Yeti, and it comes down, and it scares the crap out of the audience, and they're like, oh my gosh! And then he he says we're going to fix the Yeti. Yeah.
1: But if they announced that, the the roof would just blow off the convention center. I mean, people would lose their minds, I feel like, if they announced that. And it would be all anything uh, anybody talked about for probably like a year. I mean, I, I honestly, if they said, in order to fix the Yeti, we have to close Expedition Everest for two years, I would be willing to take that. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand we do go a lot, so it's not like... Hey, we're planning a trip, but if they gave people enough notice and said, "Hey, in six months it's gonna close and it's gonna be closed for two years," so that way, like you knew ahead of time, so you weren't like your trip wasn't ruined, like you didn't plan a trip and then you went and it's not there. But if they said even two years to fix the Yeti, I would be all for that. Sign me up tomorrow. Let's do it. And Bob Iger. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Bob Iger and Josh tomorrow can wear their dress overalls and some <laughs> weird fantasy you have uh, with a wrench and fix the Yeti. I guess so.
0: All right. I want footage of that too. Them, both of them
1: together. I I know you do. And I'm (laughs) very disturbed by all this. All right. Moving on. Kilimanjaro safaris. I imagine you're going to say keep for this one because you Mm -hmm. love animals. And and this is great. I'm with, i I'll let you answer, but I'm going to say keep. I think that's what you're going to say too. What if I was just like, no, replace it. (laughs) Replace it. it.
0: No, I love this. I love that they have bigger, like a lot of them have bigger enclosures. I love that they're kind of more free roaming. Know their
1: enclosures. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it's so well done. It doesn't Mm -hmm. even look like an enclosure. Like, it.
0: I, I get afraid
1: every time we go on it that the lions can make that leap. I'm like those. I'm lions, not fully
0: convinced they can. Yeah, I'm like those
1: <laughs> lions can totally jump and come and attack us if they wanted to. But I feel I know, like they're so
0: well fed that they're just like, yeah, we're good. No, but but the gap is so much more than we think.
1: It, it's that forced perspective. It's the way that Disney magic works, where it looks like they're right there, but if you looked at an aerial shot, you're you're so far away from them, you yeah. just don't realize it.
0: Yeah, I feel like the lions is the only like they're the only ones that I feel like they probably could deal do with a much bigger area. I feel like it's pretty small, that little rock area that they're on. But um, in general, I mean, this is a really cool exhibit because not a lot of people get to go on real safaris in life. So it kind of gives you that illusion that you're on a real safari and you get to see the animals um, in pretty big enclosure, like the hippo enclosure is pretty large. They have some dry land. They have a lot of, of water and it is never the same. Every time you go, you know, you might see uh, a giraffe might stand in front of you. You might get the Ancoli cattle. At, might walk right, right next to the vehicle. Um, you might see a new baby zebra. When we were there, there was a one of the people was talking about. Oh, they haven't put the zebra out. We're like, no, no, no. It was out today. Like the um, the person that was driving actually said that this is the first day out on um, exhibit. So or out on show, as they say. So it it's just really awesome to get to witness these animals and feel like you're more in their habitat. And also, you know, if you're paying attention to witness some of the things that they do to try to keep these animals engaged and active and just enjoying their lives. Yeah. I think the other
1: thing that's really cool with the safari is the fact that they've integrated the safari into the other attractions throughout the park. So like the hippos you mentioned, you see them on a safari, but then on you know one of the walks the animals you actually get to see from the underwater perspective mm-hmm. um and so i think that's cool where you can you can ride the safari so you get a different view of it every time a different view of the animals but then if you travel through the rest of the park those same animals on the safari you get different views of as well and i think that's that's really well done right all right so moving on to festival of the lion king and 50 percent. so just barely a majority said to keep this one on Instagram. And then 38% said update, 12% said replace. What says you, Angela? Hmm.
0: So I like this show, but I'm going to surprise you and say, we got to France it up on this one. I love... So
1: update, you want an update? I
0: would love an update where you get almost a more Broadway style. Um, it felt in being in France and seeing them perform the set pieces it was very much I mean again it was very much like the Broadway show Um, I love the acrobatics I think that that incorporated in would even make it next level but I think that they do have some acrobatics in France
1: like France this mm-hmm. show was a blend of Lion King on Broadway and kind of Festival of the Lion King mm-hmm. I, I think you've convinced me into the update method of, of make it more like the show in, in Paris because I originally was going to say keep it I think it's a good show Mm-hmm. i think it's a lot of fun um i think it's kind of good for the whole family again the acrobatics are cool but you kind of convinced me And when i'm thinking back of like yeah how cool france was like update it like that of of make it more broadway like i think because probably the one thing that i think isn't great in the show is those animatronics that come out like those floats like i don't know that we need this giant animatronic simba in there or no. Timon and Pumbaa. So I, I think you could get rid of those. So I'm with you here. Update it, keep the acrobatics, but add in like some singing, make it kind of a little bit of the Broadway. More of the mix. singing. Yeah, yeah, more of the singing. Um, and I think that would just be a really great show.
0: Right. And I, I think it, on the in, on the France side, their sets were just really impressive. I mean, they had some really cool set pieces. Um, I know that it's a different stage type. Like, at Festival of the Lion King, you're you're kind of like in a stadium situation, but the the one in France, it, there was a stage. So I know that there's some challenges there, but hey, Imagineers are great at their jobs and I'm sure they can figure something out. And I think that I could use just a little tweaking.
1: Okay, moving on to Tough to Be a Bug. This is the show within the Tree of Life. I think this is an easy one to say replace for. One, I don't think a lot of people know it's in there, that there is a show in the Tree of Life. It's an okay show. I think, you know, A Bug's Life isn't necessarily one of their most popular properties, so it's a little bit dated. The show's okay, but it's not that great. I think replacing it and maybe even just putting in a restaurant inside the Tree of Life where kind of like a rainforest cafe where it's a restaurant within the Tree of Life, maybe theme it with Encanto to Antonio's room going inside of there. I think that would be a much better use of the space versus having this theater show in there.
0: What if they served
1: alternate cuisine where, and it was bugs? Oh, they fed you <laughs> bugs. In That's how the, about, like, like how the Imagineers, like anytime like they replace an attraction, there's little Easter eggs to the previous <laughs> one in there. So they have this restaurant and there's an Easter egg to, it's tough to be a bug because they have, yes, yeah, some sort of bug, Related food, like on cricket there. Chocolate, yeah. chocolate or something. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think that this is definitely a replace for me. I think that there are ways to teach about bugs that are probably more riveting. I think that they could probably get some bug specimens and even make a walk through with those animals and kind of get you more up close and personal and maybe even have somebody there talking about bugs because bugs are definitely an animal that a lot of people are not into at all. So I think that somebody there kind of shedding light on them and the things that they do for us as humans and kind of just talking about them. I think that that would be really interesting. And again, because animal kingdom is a lot about conservation i think that it would be really helpful to kind of incorporate that but i do like your idea of the restaurant but um i think that my idea is a little better
1: just having somebody talk about bugs that's a big space just to be talking about (laughs) bugs i think they can just come around as you eat and say hey would would you like to learn about cockroaches (laughs) (laughs) that might that might be a good way to do it i mean if If they can have a restaurant run by a rat, why not have some guy
0: talking about cockroaches? There you go. All
1: right. Last one here. Feathered friends in flight. This
0: one is amazing. Don't do anything to it. it. It's
1: the bird show. Don't listen to Joe. Get rid of it.
0: No. Replace it. Go.
1: I don't want birds flying at me. They scare me. I don't, don't think it's fun that they let these birds go.
0: Look how close these birds nope. will fly to your head. Yes, it's it's amazing. I love feeling the 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 feathers come so close to my head and even brush it. It's amazing to me that birds have the ability to know. I can't remember what what this is called, and I know somebody's probably screaming it, but like I it's like kinesthetic knowledge or something like that where they know where they are in space so well that they can not fly into your head um i I don't know about that
1: i feel like if i don't duck they were gonna hit me
0: yeah uh no but i I just think it's really really cool to demonstrate again what they can do and see them in flight and see the the show it's again kind of cheesy you got some cheesy jokes in it you've got these animals you learn about it so you're getting entertained you're learning and also again there's there's little tips about training animals in there too and you get to see that they're not just dumb like i think a lot of people don't quite realize how smart a lot of animals are like crows for example or ravens they're super super smart animals that I think a lot of humans don't actually understand their full capabilities.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I joke that get rid of this show because I don't like the birds flying at me, but I, I I mean, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. I think it's a good show. I really wouldn't want to get rid of it, (laughs) but I do think it could use some updating. I think it's been the same show for a lot of years. And while it's a decent show, I, I think some of the jokes, some of the things they're doing, get a little bit stale and get a little bit old and i think it could just it could use a refresh and it could use some updating to it i know they tried to make it russell and doug and kind of like their bird show but it was pretty much the same show then that kind of went away so i feel like it's it's a decent show but like it's not a show that i need to go to every time i do because you love it and you make (laughs) me go every time but it's like I kind of when I'm sitting there, I know what's gonna happen. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, that that bird's gonna recycle. This bird's gonna untie his shoe. Like you kind of rats
0: are gonna run behind it. Yeah, like
1: (laughs) like you know the jokes. In the same way that I kind of feel like the jungle Jungle cruise Cruise, doesn't work for me all the time because they are so stuck to the script now in the jungle cruise where it's like everybody's doing the same jokes all the time that There's not a lot of like originality, at least that's how I feel to it. I mean, other people could could disagree. I feel like with the bird show, it's the same thing all the time. And so I feel like it could use a, a, a refresh. I think it is interesting. To your point of of showing that what you can train these birds to do, because it is amazing that you can train a bird to recycle. You know, like that is really interesting to see. But like, I just think it needs a refresh and like a, a, a to be repackaged in a little bit more entertaining thing here, and just don't have the birds fly at my head, and then I'm fine.
0: I, I do think that it would be really interesting because again, they have a ton of animals, and they we know from the magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, all of the animals have some level of you know like. Knowing tricks. They all know something to help with their animal husbandry so that they can keep them and make sure that vet visits and things are not stressful for them. So, you know, that they know these things so they could kind of put some of that on display. Like, I could see them incorporating mammals into the show as well, maybe not making it all about birds. I mean, the birds can still be the stars, but you know, bring a porcupine out. I would love to see that. You're like walking across the stage. It's not something that is going to. Be dangerous for anyone. They can't throw their quills like some people think. So, like it would just be cool to see them and hear somebody talk about them. There's several other animals that that they could bring out. You know, they could bring out like a bentorong. I don't think Disney has a bentorong, but they're another really interesting animal that they smell like popcorn. So, it, there's just some things that they could do, and I think bringing some mammals out would be a really cool way to like get a close encounter with them and then you can again still have the birds in it because you're just not you're not bringing out animals that are like gonna prey on birds or anything yeah definitely like, you're That's, not gonna bring out an ocelot
1: exactly yeah you don't want <laughs> to do something Those tigers that could also yeah turn and and uh go into the audience. You don't want anything like that. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, don't bring out like a hippo or something that's going to like attack you. But yeah, I think that's good. I think some sort of refresh. This
0: is my pet Nile Um, crocodile. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) obviously
1: good for that. So, all right. So that wraps up uh, our show for this week. So we will go through the rest of the parks uh, in future episodes here. I think we're going to walk through all of the Walt Disney World parks uh, and do this. So be sure to head over to our Instagram Enchanted Ears podcast because we'll probably put some more polls in the stories as we prep for these other episodes. So if you want to vote or if you want to let us know what you thought of our picks, you can you know, send us a message over there as well. But we want to thank everybody again for listening this week. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps and we really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for letting us your ears.
1: Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.